0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Growing Artist Podcast. The Growing Artist Podcast is where I get growing and accomplished artists share their advice, experience, and stories that matter. In this episode, I have a very special guest. His name is Django. He is a 36-year-old comic artist originally from Kuching, aka Ad Akira Chio, and he has three books so far, which you can buy which is in the link in the episode description. Personally, I bought all of them, and I'm a really huge fan of his, so it's really a pleasure to have him. He has won the Best Nonfiction winner and has partnerships with TEDx and featured on Malay Mail, The Star, Project List, and Prudential, and of course has been in several nominations, such as Asia-Pacific finalist and uh, Singapore Blog Awards and much more. So I really hope you guys will enjoy this episode. Yeah, in this entire episode, is the longest by far, 1 hour and 30 minutes. And at the end of the episode, we did talk about some goals and paranormal activities. Mostly in the entire episode, it's more about his journey. I had tons of fun and I really hope you enjoy it as much as I do. So, of course, it's a long interview. So sit back and enjoy. Let's drop right into it. So, Jen, how are you doing? Good, good. <laughs> Everything's good. The,
1: the, the pandemic is bad. Lah.
0: Yeah, true, especially in Malaysia, yeah. Yeah, but I think now it's getting better, especially... I think I'm starting to go to school next year already, so... Hopefully it doesn't go back to, like, previously.
1: You have your
0: shot already? I think I'm supposed to take it, like... Probably by this month or next month. Yeah, but not Ah, yet. Your your first shot? Yeah. Not Ah. yet, though. Not yet. Yeah, but looking forward to take it. Maybe, like, next month. Ah. Great, so... So, yeah, because, you know, some of the listeners, they Mm -hmm. are are not Malaysian, so if ah, give okay. a quick introduction about yourself? I want to go back to your, to your early days as a kid okay. and basically and more about your hometown mm-hmm. and how you started drawing and your love for art. Ah, okay. Well, where do I start? <laughs>
2: um,
1: so, um, I've been drawing since I was about 10 years old, 9 years old? Yeah. But it was a, it's just a hobby uh, that I do the day and night for fun. And then I tried to make my own comics with my friends when I was in primary schools. And then yeah, that's that's about it for, for drawing. It is, it's always a, a hobby for me. And then I never thought that I will uh, gonna be an artist, a comic artist, or are gonna draw draw for life. So as a uh, as a kid in a Asian home, right, uh, Asian family, my my yeah. father, uh, kind of kind of plan how how my life gonna be. Kind of he he kind of decide what my occupation, what I gonna study for uni, everything. Yeah, I just go with the flow. So to end up as a comedy artist is also uh it's also an accident. I didn't plan for this as well.
2: Yeah,
1: it was a hobby for. For many years, that from from secondary to primary, so it was always uh, something I do when I was free. So do class and all. Then um, I join comic uh, club in in school, and then um it's just a bunch of friends, lah. We we just draw comics together. There's nothing nothing big or huge. We don't join contests or anything. We just do it for fun. It was. When I was in university, we had this assignment to do blogging. And then um, it was then that uh, we all had to do uh, the blog to pass our, our score. And I wasn't that good with uh, language. I don't write well. Because doing blogging, you need to write good stuff. I mean, you need to write well, and then you need to like post a lot of photos and stuff. But I don't have any cameras with me. The only thing I know how to. Know what to do is to draw, so without having um, a tablet or anything, I use a mouse to draw, and that's how I started to uh to draw comics as a blogger, and then people call us the comic bloggers because we use we draw comics instead of like writing articles or reviews, so that's how I started from from uh, from blogging. And then I, I my father wanted I wanted me to become uh, a an engineer, and I did. I studied in the university and all. I graduated as a unique engineer, and then I work as an engineer. But uh usually after after my work, I will go home, and then I will continue to comment blog about my life and my my trip and anything I, I do, off work, or even uh, stories from from my work for my office. So that's how I started to to have. Two, two things on hand to become an engineer, that what my father wanted. And then um, another is do uh, to draw. Yeah, drawing and do art as, as my site, as a hobby. And slowly, slowly and slowly, um, the things I do gain traffic, I gain attention from companies and all. And then I started to receive uh, advertorials and jobs and a lot of uh, uh, sponsor trees and stuff. Um, so, Lee, it started to, to gain traction, then I kind of made some uh, money from there. And then um, uh, at, the, at the same time, I have my engineer work at the same time. So, sometimes it, it feels like having two jobs at the same time. So, I have one that I, I in the day, and at night, I do the other one. It was yeah, It was a part time thing. I never thought I would go full time. The, the things that triggered me to go full-time was that uh, I was kind of out of stories to write about because uh, office uh, work and job and office life is very routine. So everything I encounter is kind of routine. And every day I wish something happens in the office, then I can tell and tell stories about it. Uh, office stories have a quite a big cloud. Like those who are working, they are, they are very interested in those kind of stories. So... Yeah, it's a free content. And then I thought that, hmm, there's need a, need a change. La. But back then I was around 28 years old. And then I told myself that mm, maybe I should, I should give a give my comic a try. I mean, I go full-time for it. Maybe for two years until 30 years old, if it doesn't work, right, I can go back and become an engineer again. Yeah. So, so I was like, okay, la. Uh, maybe I can can um I can do this, and then I started uh to check my bank account whether I can survive the the two years without salary, <laughs> yeah. and then the 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 account said yes you can like, okay, maybe I should do this, and then because at the same time my father is uh retired, so um he also kind of made me want to go back to Kuching because uh I'm the only son and then there's no one at home. Uh, to company my dad. Lah. So I think maybe, maybe I should go, I can, I can go back and do this full time. Because if I go back to Kuching, um, there's no engineering work there. Yeah. So it's kind of can, it's like it kind of forced me to do this for two years. If, if I can't make it, then I have to come back to Melaka or something like that or KL to, to, to become engineer again. Yeah. So throughout the two years, I tried a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, I started to do merchandise, and then uh, I failed quite a lot because it doesn't work. If um, the the fan base I have back then doesn't really can support it, you know, I don't have the the fan base, but the fan base is not strong enough to support it. And then I need to penetrate to new market and all, and then it was it was quite tough back then to to penetrate market. Uh, and I met a senior of mine who's more who's kind of like a mentor right now because back then um, he was the first comic blogger to come up with a book because I wanted to be the first one but he uh, came out first. that's when this way I I know him and then I went to his book talk and all and then I talked to him and then the moment he knows that I wanted to come up with my own book, then um, he asked me to wait uh, wait for him after the book talk. So after the book, he asked me to have a, have, a, have a drink and then he shared his experience and then his thought and everything. Then he told me that if you want to make your uh, comic or your character to, to be well-known, there's, there's, there's actually that two ways. Yeah. One way is to, to do it like Hello Kitty. You put a lot of money on it and then you smack it on everything. Uh, on, products or advertisement is, you made everywhere. And then people will recognize it and then, um, and then, um, they will start to, to go, go into it. It's, is this one is called, it's like product placement. So you, you can put your product everywhere. It can be, um, it can be on games or on products, anything. So this is one way. Another way is, um, using, uh, story. You use story to, to push your product out there. You, your your story have to be uh have to catch people's heart and attention. Then people will will, will go into it. So the first way is is quite impossible because we don't have the fund for it. For, yeah. so we go for the second way. It's to write uh, a story uh, to catch catch your attention and at people's uh, uh, heart. So story way is the 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 only way we have better. So that's where we started to focus on our story and who. And then, yeah, this way I uh, I also came up with my own book because to to capture people's uh, attention and story and I heart, coming up with a book is the is one of the best way to do it. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's when we, we came up with our own book. From there, there's no turning back.
0: I became a comic artist until now. Yeah, that's a lot of things to penetrate. Yeah, like there's a lot of things you said. So I want to go back to mm, Ken, what Ken. you said earlier about uh, when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. And you actually draw with your friends and early doodles when you yep, yep. got 10 and 11. So with your friends, are they still drawing? Uh,
1: my friends, they meeting think. Those friends who are from that time, no, they are not drawing anymore. Yeah, I um, see. There's only one who are still a content creator. The rest, wait, two of them. I think there's a bunch of us. Only I think, uh, beside me, there's two who are still a content creator. One is a director, uh, and for and yeah, director and videographer. Another is a teacher, and then he create YouTube uh, videos. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. yeah and like
0: but they don't do anymore yeah oh yeah that's kind of sad but Mm -hmm. also quite happy at at the same time (gasps) because you managed to come up with your own comic so yeah and like you said your your father actually wanted you to do engineering so like initially what was his what what was your parents reaction when you actually wanted to you know do comic um
1: when i do comics for the for, uh, for part time right, my fo- hobby is Um, they knew about it because I always have a sponsor trip to other countries, so they know that uh, I draw draw stuff online and then I get all, all these things you know. And then the moment I told them I I coming back to Kuching and then um, my father was worried for a while. Well, well, he asked me that, "What are you gonna do here? Are you gonna get an engineering job here? Because there's there's no engineering job here. I mean for 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 what I do." I mean there are, there are others but uh, not the one I'm I'm, I'm doing yeah. so uh, I said that I told him that I'm gonna do my cat my cat stuff and then he was he was very worried at first um, almost every week he will ask uh, how how is it going can you make uh, do you make any money you know this and that this and that and then to to let him not to be so. Uh, uh-huh. So worried. Uh, I, I, uh, I will settle. I settle all the bills at home. So he he feel that hey, it's everything is okay because I, I make I can I can I can pay all the bills means that there's a there's a cash inflow, you know. Yeah, yeah, I see. So him so not so, not so worried. Uh.
0: Yeah. But but it's actually really nice to hear because it's it's good to know that your dad actually he didn't stop you. He was just only worried, but yep. But yeah, he actually
1: support in a way that he helped me to uh, pay my car loan. Oh yeah, he 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 settled in
0: a about in in ago. Yeah, it's really nice to hear that your dad okay. actually supported you. Okay. And yeah, going back to your your comic, so mm-hmm. I wanna I think a lot of my listeners they also wanna know more about your comic because mm-hmm. for me I'm a big fan of when I read. All of it mm-hmm. but I'm sure the listeners um, some of them they, they don't know who you are so oh, okay. can you give like a little insight about what your comic book is all about and what is once upon a meow all about and what is like your biggest push and factors and ideas and inspiration and all about it?
1: Uh, so when I wanted to write a book right, one of the biggest challenges was to figure out uh, a direction or a, a, a story I wanted to, to tell. And then I, I try a lot of stuff. Uh, I try the way how I write um, my blog, the stories I, I always write, but it doesn't feel right. If you feel something is missing, something off, then I try uh, about three times, three different uh, story adaptation, and then um, it, it still feel, doesn't feel right. Then um, I asked Bowie, Bowie uh, was the, the comic artist I mentioned earlier. Yeah, So he, he told me that um, if you want to write a book, right? You you need to uh, know that um, the book might not be one book. It might be more than one book. And then the story you tell you must be something that you always like to tell people. You know something you like to share. Something over this year you always talk about. You know things that are interested. I mean you interested the most. You know then. Um, I, I keep thinking, what's the things that I always, always tell people, you know, what's the thing I always tell people, what the things I never go of telling people over the years in, in Malacca, in KL, and then I noticed that I always tell people about my life in Kuching, you know, how, how our life is um, is different uh, and at the same, at the same time, there, there are some similarities, there are some things that we do differently, the, the culture, the people, you know, so I found out like Kuching living in Kuching is a story they always tell people. So th- that's where the, the idea of my book came up, Once Upon a Miao. It's a story about um, this, this character, named Miao who lives in Kuching. You know, he grew up there, and then how uh, how his life is in this small city. And then um for Malaysians who who read about it, you might find that something some of the stuff are very similar, some of stuff is a bit different, you know. Then um yeah. So this is what um right now when I go to go to um uh, Taiwan with my town friends, I always tell them about the stories in my hometown. So these are things that, you know, I will keep telling people, telling people. So it kinda I kinda have a lot of content for it like, because as the yeah. content I'm not good for also. Like. Yeah, that's that's how my I did yeah
0: yeah like for me as a reader's perspective you know like i could read your comic like mm-hmm. again and again and not really get bored because not only like the stories like your childhood stories as well you know like with your friends and your family
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and also like the your art style it's uh. it's in a way like really nice to look at it's like not super complicated and it's also really simple you know it's Mm -hmm. it has a very like cartoon style to it you Mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah i think this is a really interesting question like how do you manage to remember like all of your childhood stories do you keep them in a diary or do you just like remember it all in your head
1: ah so um different different when i write my book right different book i i uh, adopt different ways to uh to get my my memories and stories the the first book was easy because it was all memories the 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 strongest memories so those stories are the strongest memories i have. uh about my childhood so it was very very easy to write about it because everything is there you know it's strongest memory the second one is the one i asked uh ask my friends my closest friend uh that they are they are from the book, and then we are still in contact. Then I ask them about the stories, and then they will tell from their perspective and uh, their, their memories, and then it triggers my memories as well. So from there, we get uh, a lot of uh, feedback. No feedback, but flashback. We get a lot of flashback on it. So the second book is a is, small is trigger from uh, friends. And the third book is a bit different Where is uh it's from my, when I read my third book, right, uh, that, Whole year kind of trigger memories because I was in Gucci. So, all the things trigger from there uh, made me rewrite my book.
0: I see, really interesting. And yeah, for the listeners who didn't know about the book, I definitely recommend you guys to read it and you enjoy it as much as I do. And just an interesting question uh, about your character Meow and Wafu Pafu. Mm-hmm. I think you yep. get asked this question a lot. But I hope you don't mind to answer uh-huh. it. How do you actually come up with these characters? Ah, uh, okay. Waffle and meow, yeah. So, so when I started my blog, right, I
1: need a mascot for my uh, my blog, and then I'm because drawing with a mouse is very hard, and then I don't know or don't like to draw humans with a mouse, and then to draw something that can represent myself, I decided that I will draw a cat instead. And that's how it started because the cat represent me the most because I, back then I was in um, Malacca and then all my friends they are from Peninsular Malaysia and then for me I'm from Kuching and then drawing a cat as me is is kind of kind of represent that I'm from Kuching and at the same time I'm the only one who like cats in my group so the cats represent represent me the most so I drew myself as a cat and then I draw all my friends into animals that uh, represent themselves. So when I started drawing my blog, I never thought that you're going to draw this big and then became a book, comic book and an IP, you know, and all. So, Meow, the name is very simple. you know. It just came like that. I just named it Meow. And then that's how Meow, the name came from. And then after that, I got, my friend kind of gave me two hamsters. And then I have the hamsters in my comics. And then my readers love it a lot. That's when uh. I decided to name them as well, but I have no idea what to name them. So I went ahead and had a, had a nap and then inside my nap, I sleep and dream about them. And then in the dream, I call them Wafu and Pafu. And then that's how my Meow and Wafu and came about.
0: Oh, <gasps> well, that's really creative. You know, like, like first out, like about your Meow, you know, mm-hmm. it's really creative. And especially like making all your friends characters. Yeah, I think like, it's, it's much more like, memorable to mm-hmm. like humans especially like animals you know and and the way you draw your meow like your original character uh-huh. there's like a certain style to it yeah so how do you actually like came up with that style like about like you know your characters
1: ah uh, i think the hardest thing for an artist is to uh, to find a style that's their style you know yeah. a lot of artists they, they they try this they try that, you know they um but um after so many years i kind of Find that um, styles is actually combining things that you like into one. You know, you know. Yeah. I like I did I like this kind of stroke, but I like this kind of uh, uh, uh colors, and then I like how this kind of presentation, and then somehow I slowly, slowly craft them together. If you can, if you see my um, book, I have this evolution of nail. and then you can see yeah. how my nail changes. Yeah. Yeah, it started with uh, what i capable to do, because using a mouse. And then after that is how how well I, I use my mouse to draw. And then after a while, it's when I started to find uh, a style I like. So I experiment, experiment, I change this and that. And then um, eventually it turned into how my meow looks like right now. How I change, I still keep how it looks like. So he's still orange color. He has his uh, red marking on the face. So it's just the shape that changed.
0: Your art style, you can't really find it anywhere. I think that's the reason why it's like so special, you know. And and going back to like what you said, you know, drawing with a mouse. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... I never actually thought of drawing with a mouse. It seems super hard. I, I never actually thought someone could draw with a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: um, it's uh, very uh, focused and intensive. Uh, ah, I see. Yeah, because you need to keep the dot and then you need to curve at every line you draw. So to draw something, it takes longer than drawing with a hand. But uh, when you coloured it, it's faster than colouring with, a, with a, a tablet or the hand. Yeah. It got its corn and prawns. Yeah, I it got see. Its and the other day I did this project and then I drew uh, 28 hamsters in 6 days. If you oh, wow. ask me to draw with a hand, it's faster. In it, it doesn't need six days. But drawing with a mouse, it takes six days from a uh, morning around nine o'clock until midnight. You know, non-stop for six days. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's harder to draw. So when I draw my boots, right, um, it also takes uh a long time to
0: finish. I think that's like a really uh cool skill you have, like drawing with a mouse. You know, it's like. I don't think anyone can do this, especially like, of course, it takes longer time, but you are know, not everybody could could actually like, you know, control the pace of the mouse. Yeah, I also want to talk about your your comic, your upcoming book. Ah, yes. You know, yeah, can you talk more about that? Because I know that your previous book was in 2019. So I think yeah. a lot of your readers, they are really excited and hungry to read, you know, your, your upcoming book. So can you talk more about that?
1: Oh, ah, sure, sure. So in 2019, I came up with my third book. I planned to come up with my third book actually last year, but uh, yeah, pandemic happened. I didn't manage to, and then uh, at that time, I went to Taiwan to to do the do, do the book, mm. and then um, uh, I think most of the time I end up researching, reading, then um, sketching. I did sketch, but uh um, all those sketch I sketched sketch again this year. So this. Fourth book will be, um, if you read my third book, the third book is mostly about me, about my yeah. my life, my mom, you know, my negative. It's all about me most of the time, but this book is gonna be about my friends, um, and then um, it's gonna be more detail, like how 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 I met my friends and how what's our interaction between them, you know, how we can became friends, and then uh, how us a bunch of um. Uh, kids from different background, different, different, uh, upbringing became such a good fan. So, uh, the, the book will focus on friendship more. And then, oh. um, yeah, the focus on friendship more. And then it's the setting will be in holidays. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, friendship. And then it's going to be, uh, the mood will set in holidays. We are having school holidays. So it's going to be a lot of stuff that doesn't do with any homework or any, uh, Anything in classroom because if you look at my past books, you have a, quite a number of uh, classroom stories for my friends.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, but this time, uh, for book there won't be any classroom stories. It's all focusing on uh, in, in outside friends house. You know. So it's more it's more about you know, more about friends like The interaction between people. Yeah. So um um this. Fourth book will be a bit different uh, from the third and the first three books is the way I write it. Um it will, still the same style, just that um the whole book will be in the in the floor. So the whole book won't be uh, won't be like uh stories here and there. If you notice my my first three books will be it's like story here and there. It doesn't yeah. really connect it, but this time it's like connected. It started uh started here and then we connect we go there together so the whole thing will be connected but it won't be like fully connected that uh, you read a manga but the whole uh thing will be in the floor la. so it's, ah. it's like the next day or something like that la.
0: yeah i'm really very excited for it i think a lot of your readers will be really excited for it especially like you say it's slightly different
1: mm-hmm.
0: from the other books and yeah so Another interesting question I got for you is how long does it actually take to, you know, finish one book? Because I know you're really busy and mm-hmm. how long does it take to actually finish you know, one book? Because like for me as an artist, for me, like one drawing already like can take me up to like a few hours just for one drawing. And inside like your comic book, there's so many pieces of like different drawings. So I want to know like how long does it take you to finish one entire book?
1: So, um, all my previous three books had different time to finish. The, the first book, um, it took me half year half year to finish, six months. And then um, six months including uh, drawing, including uh, sketching, editing, researching. Wow. The, the second book, it took me a year because I redraw my stuff. Uh, I sketch it first and then I don't like my story goals you know, because there's no focus point. And then I redraw my second book to, to focus on the things I like, uh, from person to, to games to, to food, everything. So second book is all about things I like. So because when I started drawing for my, uh, second book, I drew it like my first book. So halfway there, I already drew halfway already. So halfway there, I, I read it. I felt that it's, it feels like first book, you know. And then okay. I passed to my friend. My friend said, oh, this feels like first book. That's not what I wanted. I want people to, to, to read something that, uh, um, there's something that they, they can surprise them, or you know? something new, you no know? something that's different a bit, you know, even yeah. by a bit, yeah, there's something different. So yeah, it took me one year because I redraw my whole thing. And then my third book was the fastest of all. Third book was the fastest. Um, it took me three months to, to finish. What? Wow. Yeah, it took me three months. So the, the first Man was kind of like uh, sketching and gathering, uh, gathering all the the stories, and then I I went into hardcore mode and and used my mouse to draw every day from from ten to twelve, ten to twelve, thirty days nonstop to finish the whole book. Yeah, I even drew until I kind of fainted in the somewhere near the end. And, yeah. So I kind of back up it at around midnight one day. Yeah, I was too tired. And then, uh, yeah, that's this my fastest time. But this time, my fourth book took me longer than my first book, because uh, I started to prepare it since last year, and then I, I read a lot of stuff. I read a lot of uh, comics, and then uh, I tried to figure out what I want to do, and then um, the the direction, everything. And then I keep... Um, sca- Keep sketching and then I keep um, not using them because I don't find them uh, so good. And then when I decided it this year, um, I sketched early this year, I sketched, sketched, and then until until I think around May, May or June, some somewhere there, mm-hmm. I decided that I need I need to change my direction again because I have too much stuff in one book. So I pushed about half of my content away to make way. So wow. the half of the content going to be in book five. La. So the the book four will be not that rush because I found that I have too much stuff inside my book four that it feels too much. And then yeah. and then um the flow is all it's all gone. You know, mm-hmm. yeah so so yeah. Now my my storyline, everything is set already. Just that um, I need to finish my sketch. I need to finish uh, the, the the thirty pages of my sketches, but that's supposed to be finished in two weeks' time. That uh, there was in September, but uh, I have a project that is going on right now that I had to postpone my comic. Ah, I see. Yeah, again, again. This time I'm not sure how long I'm gonna postpone. Um, I will know. Somewhere around next week, because next week my, my new project going to launch. And then mm-hmm. if my project goes well, then I can go back and do my uh, finishing my sketches.
0: Yeah, yeah I see. And yeah, you know, to be mm-hmm. honest, as a reader's perspective, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. You know, you you do it until midnight and you fainted. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's really, like you said, really hardcore. And you still draw with your mouse now.
1: Yeah, I, I uh, now I still draw with my mouse, but when I do sketches, I draw with my uh, my iPad. So now my style is I draw with a iPad first, and then I use my mouse to to draw it. You know, I draw over the sketch with my mouse. So if you look at my uh, book three, yeah, book three I started to do this uh, this style. So you book three, you you might not find it like. Uh, uh, like a mouse drawing because it's it's more yeah. leafy because yeah because i sketched it beforehand yeah
0: well that's crazy because like drawing with a mouse you know i i thought like initially i thought you know you used to draw with a mouse but i didn't know you still draw and mm, still wow know. it's well i can't i can't imagine you know drawing with a mouse i like it i like my my work to uh my line to be
1: clean you know everything to yeah. be uh, very smooth and precise but at the same time i want it to be
0: leafy la. So yeah, so I, oh, I, I still do this stuff. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. <laughs> I think I don't think like I ever expected this to come out.
1: The other day I told uh, a a senior of mine who is a comic artist, mm-hmm. a local comic artist. I told that um I drew with a, a a mouse and then he was shocked. He thought I was doing with a hand.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because like. I have never heard a comic artist or any any digital artist who draws with his mouse. Like, cause it normally if you hear someone that draws on his mouse, you would think like, oh, no he's calls. just no, yeah, no
1: <laughs> yeah. It's
0: like I thought you know like like a comic artist like you, you know making professional. I thought you you have like a very expensive iPad you know with uh. you know hands and everything. But like drawing in a mouse, that's that's crazy. You know, it's like I heard there are some people who draws on their phone. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, that's equally hard with drawing with a mouse, but mm. especially, like, you know, making, like, big comic books, you know, drawing with a mouse, that's very <laughs> shocking, you know, like, yeah, I think that's a really, I think it's, like, one of the major skills, you know, not everybody has. I'm just crazy. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, like, especially drawing till midnight, you know, it's... Oh, yeah, it's, I'm like, quite it's, mad when I do that. can't imagine, you know, it's <laughs> it's totally tiring, you know, especially... You know, as an artist, you totally like faint and it's crazy, you know, but but yeah, it's good to hear you're taking your time on your fourth book and slowly doing it. You know, I can't wait till it comes out. And yeah, you know, there's a lot of things we discussed so far. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. So how are you feeling so far?
1: Uh Good, good. Very good. <laughs> it's different for other podcasts because uh the one because you you are an artist yourself so it's a it's yeah. different for others others podcasts they are more like um people who who do content not do really artists they, they just do podcasts as a horse you know so it's different
0: yeah. yeah yeah but i would say like i'm not like a super professional artist i i still got like projects with with clients and stuff but i'm not oh. like super professional like like once i read your comics you know i always wanted to do a comic as well Mm -hmm. but of course like you know i have school i have like so many things to do as well Mm but your comics really like inspiration to me as you know to do more digital art and yeah Mm -hmm. i I really can't wait to to do more you know comics maybe i could try it out but i'm still kind of trying to find my art style because i'm like all over the place now i'm not sure (laughs) it's okay it's okay it's
1: it's, um it's part of the journey yeah yeah, it's part of the journey to find art style. Not, not to, no need to rush it. Um, yeah. But the the more you, the more you uh get exposed with other art style, then the the more you find your your way, your art style and your way. So
0: the more you get exposed, yeah. The more yeah. you get your art style. Yeah, I think like some of the listeners, because I think most of the listeners, they are also artists. So mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of them they they will like reach out to me and say. Like, thank you so much for, you know, sharing that. I think they can learn a lot from you as well, you know, because especially you're such an experienced artist. I think you're like the oldest guest so far. Ah. Yeah. And like, not, not to say oldest, but you're the most experienced one so <laughs> far. Yeah, because like most of the guests, they are like artists like me, and you are the most well-accomplished one. And yeah, it's also like really crazy to have you, you know, once I tell people that <laughs> I'll be interviewing you, a lot of my friends, like my ex-classmates, uh-huh, and uh-huh. Yeah, my classmates, they are like, they, they didn't believe me. They're like, what? Because, <laughs> yeah, because like a lot of them, they have like all three of your books, uh-huh. and like, like a small podcast, like mine, you know, like to interview mm-hmm. you. That's really great. And when I was in primary school, mm-hmm. like when I was like 10 to 12, uh-huh. around on the age. Yeah, I think like almost all of my classmates, they have your book. Uh-huh. And we used to like exchange it and read it. Because like I, that time, uh, I didn't have your book yet, but I used to like mm-hmm. borrow it from my friends to read it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I can't believe it, you know, to still have you on my podcast. It's really, you know, inspiring to me as well. And yeah, I got, I got to thank you, you know, for, you know, sparing your time to do this, especially you're uh, really so busy, cute. you know, with so many stuff you're having on mid project. So mm-hmm. yeah, I really want to thank you for, you know, sparing your time, especially like we, we're still discussing about your journey. We haven't moved on to the questions from the listeners Ah, and really like 40 minutes in. So that's really (laughs) grateful of you to, you know, share so much. I think Mm -hmm. the listeners could learn from you a lot as well. And and yeah, so another thing is your challenges. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, different artists like myself, we have like different challenges, small and big. But, you know, if if you don't mind to feel free to share, you know, your biggest challenge and like how you tackled it and what you learned from them, especially, as a well-experienced artist, I want to know your challenges throughout your way.
1: So uh, the participation and uh, artist, I think the same thing, the same challenge is to get people to know your, your stuff, you know, as an artist and as a, as a, as a uh, writer, yeah. we want people to know our, our, our creation, our product, the things we create, you know, the things we do. And then it's, it's, it's hard because um, it's like you are a needle in the hay, you know, uh, a whole field of hair or in the sea or something like that, because there's so much people out there, so much content out there. You need to catch people attached. It's, it's very, very hard yeah. for me. I I think I'm just, I think luck is part of, um, part of uh, the trigger point that get you out there, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, but to, to the luck, you cannot hope it to come. But at the same time, you need to prepare. And then when it, when the opportunity is there, then you, you are ready. So what I mean is that, uh, for example, I have, um, like my friend, I have this friend who have been drawing for a long time. And then there's, um, the, the people who, who knows is not that huge, you know, not that much, but you yeah. keep trying and trying. And then, you know, he tried this 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 story and then he tried that story you know he tried different kind of a uh, story you know and then um until one day he hit a, uh, um, a, a story storyline that a lot of people like and then that's where he he get a lot of recognition. Uh, you know people kind of started to notice him and all. so but does those things that he tried before that is a western no, it's not those things kind of, kind of prepare him to for things that come you know um during the time he draw for other type of stories and all it kind of uh make him uh, draw better tell stories better you know so yeah. to to as a, as artist never never stop uh trying and never stop when you don't get what you want you know like um you draw this and then there's no much like and then you kind of like oh i don't want to draw anymore but yeah, yeah you should you I think if you really love art, you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You, should, if you, you can actually try different uh, content, different direction or different style. You know, you can, you can try, mm-hmm. but um, the things you try, there's one thing that is important. It, it must be something you enjoy, something you like. You shouldn't be, I go and do it because uh, uh this style or this content might, might get attention or get likes for people, you know? You yeah. shouldn't do that. I mean at first you will be happy because uh if, if you get people attention, people showing showing all the likes and shares. You say, Oh, yeah. I hate the chapel, you know, people like this and I keep doing this. But yeah. after a while, if somehow the 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 attention of the likes numbers uh drop, it will yeah. make you uh, kinda depressed. You will find that, oh, is it my content no longer interesting anymore? you know, and what? Yeah. You know. So and even your your uh, even if you you get likes uh, every day every day a lot a lot it never drops one day you get tired because that's not the thing you you enjoy drawing you know you'll find yeah. that like every day i feel like i'm coming for work you know every drawing mm-hmm. is just like a work i draw this yeah. content because people like it you know yeah. so there's a need to balance off um, um things you draw you like and then the things you draw people like you know so both things have to be balanced you can't Focus on one thing and then ignore you know another. Yeah. If you want to make it um, as a your your main or core, if you want to make it as a hobby, it's okay. You know, you just draw whatever you like. You don't really bother about all the likes or shares or people uh uh notice your work or not because you if you draw it like as a hobby, you just draw what you like and then you just post it out there. Uh, people like light like, law, people don't like don't like lor. Never mind because I only draw what I like because it's a hobby to me. You know, it's not something I want to make for uh for 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 income or life, you know, yeah. if you go big, then okay lah, I can turn into something uh something as my main main career. If it doesn't, okay lah, never mind. Uh, if you like, if this that's uh your way of uh treating um your your art, then it's okay. You can draw whatever you like, and then you still be happy. Yeah, but if you wanna make it as your uh main career, then you need to balance between drawing things you like and drawing people's things people yeah. like, yeah, because you need those uh, attention and odds to get your jobs. Yeah. So it depends what you want, but uh, you need yeah. to adjust and balance
0: it. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually so glad you actually brought that up because mm-hmm. not, only, yeah, not only myself, but I'm sure the listeners, they experience the same thing. Because for me, mm-hmm. I was like, I think it was like last year, I was really focusing on, you know, growth, likes, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't really have an art style. I didn't really do what i was liking mm-hmm. and at the same time now i realized of course i i've been interviewing quite a number of guests and a lot of them they actually been through the same thing mm-hmm. and like me and a lot of guests they also been through the same thing and yeah like what, what you said was really true you know because with likes and everything
2: mm-hmm.
0: and yeah so very happy you actually brought that up so going back to of course your challenges what are mm-hmm. the you know the publications like, just on that, yeah. Ah, okay. Um,
1: but I need to talk for something that I uh, I missed out just now. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh,
2: sure.
1: As, as an artist, right, there's something you need to focus is that one, one artist shouldn't focus on the outcome of your art, but you should focus on the process of your art. In a way that uh, you should enjoy the process of drawing and not to enjoy what comes after you produce it. You know? Yeah, Yeah. the same thing goes for publication. Yeah. So um, we tend to um, focus more on the, the outcome where the books come out, then uh, how, how how well it's received and all. And then um, sometimes you get super duper depressed when it doesn't come out how you want it to be. And then you will find that, that um, all the sacrifice that you made doesn't really Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So so if you if you focus on your outcome, yeah, that that you feel depressed when, when you don't keep uh, the things you want. So it should one should actually don't um, don't forget that the, the process is important. The enjoyment yeah. of creating is, is important like that. And then for publication it's more on technical stuff because um marketing and then uh um uh, Presentations, you know, giving book talks, and then uh, socializing with all the uh bookstores, everything. All these are more to like um, technical stuff uh, Technical stuff that you need to do. Those are challenges that uh, there's, um, there's yeah. artists have to learn and 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 uh have to learn as well. For artists, you you it's not about drawing only. You need to know how to uh, express yourself in public. You need to learn how to talk need to socialise, need to yeah. there's a lot of things to do um besides just drawing. Yeah. So yeah. Look.
0: Yeah, mm. I think you also did like some public speaking as well, like going yep, yep. outside to, you know, do autographs and all this kind of stuff and meeting with your fans and readers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when last time when I did that where I did too not too much,
1: but uh I I done it until I kind of forget who am I anymore, you know? Mm. Yeah, because, um, in front of the club, you have to have this, uh, uh p- a presentation look and all. Yeah. And then there's times they are so tired, I kind of force my, force myself to be, be excited and all in front of everyone. And it's, 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 it's kind of, exhausting you know after the, yeah. the talk everything then i feel really exhausted i feel lost you know i don't know who am i anymore and i'm the person in front of everyone or and, and I, this 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 guy who are super exhausted and no energy you know so there are times that i get really lost
0: so like how do you actually overcome you know that
1: so what i did the, that time i think the worst time is uh my book three when book three i was in a very bad shape uh as a as a as a person you know because uh, i was super exhausted i was super depressed about everything you know i was not really uh, excited about anything you
2: know
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so what i did was uh, i took a a whole year off last year to, to go to taiwan and then i stayed and lived there to to live a different life and then to to experience it and try to learn myself more to to find, find myself more and find how to be uh, happy, to enjoy, you know, yeah. to, uh, to, to find everything. Then that's where I kind of learned that, um, last time I focused too much on the, the end result. Yeah. So now I learned that, um, the process is the most important thing. The journey is yeah, the true. most important thing. It's not the destination. It's never the yeah. destination because, um, our destination is all the same in the end. Mm-hmm. So it's the journey true. that matters. And then sometimes you never reach the destination, you know. Halfway you've gone. So the journey is always the most important thing. So right now, when I do my, um, letters, my letters, uh, project, I also focus on the, the journey. My, my outcome is next week, you know, they will launch the project and then I don't know how it's gonna, gonna be. I don't have, uh, a special, a big expectation, you know. Yeah. If it goes well, it's good. But, uh, it's go back there. I just go back to join Meow, you know, everything just go back to normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But this post, this, during this few months and a few months, this few weeks, right? I enjoy the whole process of creating my new project, you know. Me and my friends, we, we discuss, we create new things, you know. We enjoy the, the whole, whole process. We have a lot of laugh and all. So the, the process, um, is very, it's 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 nice. It's not like, nice, but it's, it's better, you know. I feel better yeah. now, you know. I enjoy the whole thing, you know, I learn stuff and this and that. Yeah. So, so enjoying your process, whatever you do is is better. Even on a trip, you know, you yeah, don't, enjoy, you don't focus on the destination, but the the whole process journey, everything, the time spent, you know, even in life, you, you enjoy, you should enjoy your, your time, you know, time with uh, friends, family and all, but not like, uh, keep looking forward of, uh, Things that have not happened yet or in future, you know, things that have not happened, just leave it be, you know. The most important is present is today because we never know that whether tomorrow will come or not, we we never know. But today
0: is most, most important.
1: So yeah, just, just enjoy your time where you're
0: alive, when you're present. Yeah, that's really, really true. Yeah, it's, yeah, very deep at the same time, I think. Actually, for me, I used to always like focus on the end result. If Mm. like my drawing isn't nice at the end, then I'll just like be you know mad at myself. Like why did uh, I take so long uh. to draw this? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think it's really true, to say you know process just to enjoy the process. Yeah. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I think the listeners also take that in mind, and yeah. and don't
1: forget don't don't afraid to make mistake. It's because of mistake we learn and become better. If you don't make mistake in life, right? You never learn. You never get better. Yeah. But remember yeah, like, to learn your mistakes and not keep making the same mistakes. Yeah, remind
0: <laughs> yeah. yourself lah. Uh. Yeah, like learn from your mistakes. Yes, always yeah. learn from your mistakes. Yeah, yeah true, true, true. Yeah. yeah, that's that's really all the advice you gave. Really good piece of advice, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, I, yeah. So let's move on to you know something more brighter. You know, like oh, after sure, you sure, say sure. yeah, like, your yep. your challenges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. You know, I would. What I have to say is, you know, thank you so much for you know sharing all of that and putting, yeah, putting all like the deep thought to all you said, Mm -hmm. and it's everything. Everything you said was true, and Mm -hmm. I also could relate to that as well. You know, like you said, we we wouldn't know whether but tomorrow would be yours, right? So, yeah. So focusing on process is really important. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah, not only for ourselves, but you know, for our mental health and you know everything. Yep. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to. Your accomplishments, you know, I, I'm really sure, you know, you are such a big artist now. Mm-hmm. You have accomplished many, many things. Mm-hmm. You know, there many, uh, projects you have accomplished, a lot of recognition you actually had. So, mm-hmm. can you like let me and the listeners know, you know, all your accomplishments you have made so far?
1: Wow, um, wow. Let me see. Uh, before I became a a author, I. I was a comic blogger that um, I got sponsors here and there. I've been going trips around Asia uh, mm-hmm. me, for fun, you know. They brought us around and then asked us to enjoy and then we like stories about that in comics form. So it was fun back then. And then I even had the chance to ride into a F1 car. You know, there's a two-seater F1 car and then wow. uh, Mika Hakkinen drive me around. It was so much fun. Wow. So, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, I, I don't know how but co- drawing drawing brought me to a lot of uh, places and then uh give me a lot of experience. Yeah. Then after that after that I come up with my own book and then uh, when I come up with the first book the first one was super excited, you know. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh I have my own book, you know? it feels very different. Yeah. But after so many uh, things, right? I mean even my second book I got uh, the best book of the year. So mm-hmm yeah there's there's a lot of accomplishment throughout the whole uh, almost 17 years 13 years i can't remember how many years (laughs) Uh, 14 years yeah 14 years Mm -hmm. um i think the the thing that makes me um happy the most is uh i met readers uh, Mm that they they, they told me that they read my book they read my stuff uh going up and, and all and then some inspired them to become artists so i think those made me the happiest the most.
2: Yeah.
1: Like lately I have been streaming online and then uh, some streamers happens to be my readers and then they dropped they in, they were shocked that I, I was streaming and then uh, they told me about uh, how they used to read my books in, in school and then how they uh, went to the, the bookstore to, to read it, you know, to buy it and all. Yeah, yeah. And then they became artists themselves. Now they have uh, the stream arts online on, on Twitch. So uh, it was quite happy, like uh, Quite happy. I was very happy when I see everyone's is uh, I kind of inspired a bit of them. So yeah, it makes me happy. I never expect this, you know.
0: Yeah. I never expect this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, actually, <laughs> when I was, you know, when I, when I was in primary school, like the entire class was reading your book. But like like you said, you know, accomplishments you made, you inspired many artists. Like, I'm sure, you inspired much much more artists, especially like you know local Malaysian artists.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, it's really nice to hear Like, you know You've been through so many things And accomplished you know, so many things as well And inspiring so many people I, I really hope you could inspire more And, also <laughs> yeah I hope so Yeah, a good way, Inspire like in your good way, you a good way. <laughs> yeah, <hoping>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like Make more books in the future Yeah, you know, like I think When I'll be growing up You know, I'll still be looking back at your books mm-hmm. Yeah, I really hope You know, once I when I done with you know other stuff. I could really go into comic, you know. I very nice to hear all of that. So yeah, so the last thing I wanna discuss with you, well not the last because we have quite a few questions uh you, you have to, you know, answer from the listeners. But
2: Oh, sure, sure.
0: Yeah, one more thing is I think you already gave a lot of advice, but mm-hmm. is there any like last advice to people that specifically wants to pursue a career similar to yours? Like People that wants to be a comic artist. Now I'm sure you like you said a lot before, like the process, the journey. <laughs> yeah, and a lot. Uh, of, yeah. So, is there any other advice you would give specifically to people that wants to pursue a comic? Uh,
1: unlike many artists, um, I'm from an engineering background, so I, I'm more logical. So I always uh advise people who want to do art as a, as a career in Malaysia. Uh, in Malaysia is. It's tougher than any, uh, than many countries out there. Some countries, they they are, the art doing art over there is easier, yeah, even true. though in, in the country itself is tough, you know, among others, yeah, uh, career nice. tough itself. But compared to us, it's even tougher. Yeah, so true. for me, I would I would say that if you want to pursue uh, this career, it's best to set your set a time for it. So if you can't achieve anything, um, by then, you can actually uh, get back and then to 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 focus and do something that brings in money and to feed yourself first. You know? Yeah, it's always to feed yourself first. When you are you are full, you know your stomach is full. Then you have the energy to to keep going on. You know, it's, you yeah. can always keep, pause it or you can make it into a side thing you do. You know, just mm. push more time to it. You know, on the weekend, yeah. So yeah. it's okay to, to make it into a site and then uh and, and do it. I have seen some friends they their their main job is not artist, you know, But they are now full time artists because uh, they they use most of their free time on it. Yeah. So yeah, it's okay to, to not like go full full uh, full time on it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's okay, it's okay. It's okay to, to do it as a site, you know? yeah. yeah. It's okay to do a site. It's always yeah. have a ba- it's good to have a backup plan, and then it's good to feed yourself first. True. Yeah, because yeah. if you don't feed yourself first, you might sell your art. Uh, cheap or you don't uh, value your art enough. I have seen that that uh people who devalue their their art because they just want to have uh, uh have food, you know, they want to feed themselves, they devalue their art. So yeah, always feed yourself, and then. Yeah, you can go further from there.
0: Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially like you said, the first thing like you say, you know, making art is harder than Malaysia. I think yep, yep, that's really right. true because, like, especially in uh, family background, especially in Asian background, mm-hmm. I think art is not really seen as like, um. I mean, maybe in the future, I think, especially in the past, or maybe now, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like art isn't really seen, seen as like a very, how do you Good say, aspect. like, uh, yeah, yep. yeah yeah like compared to you know other jobs yep. so like you said like you know parents they don't really you know they see art. Yeah, yeah yeah but it's also very good to hear you know like your father you know mm-hmm. really supportive yeah especially if my especially my 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 mom my parents
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh yeah they really support me doing art mm-hmm. really isn't a problem yeah because i love drawing since i was a kid and yeah but yeah really true and like you said you know making art as like a side thing and having a backup plan is really important because I think like if you don't have a backup plan like once if art doesn't work out then you know it will be really difficult you know mm, yeah yeah. And yeah so like thank you so much you know for sharing all of that really more than one hour in the episode. <laughs> yeah so yeah I mean it's actually a good thing you know but maybe not really a good thing for you because you got so many things to do after this but, but yeah you know again thank you so much for your time what? so so, we can finally move on to the questions okay. from the <laughs> listeners. Yeah. And actually, like, I think there are, uh, there could be more questions, but because, you know, uh, it's kind of last minute.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and yeah, but of course, I think there are still a good number of listeners that actually is interested to ask you questions. And there are actually a lot of them. They are a big fan of you. They are a big mm-hmm. fan of you. Yeah. So, yeah. So, first up, it's really more like a personal one or really interesting one. But I think you did mention this earlier, but we can just still like go through it again. So yeah, the first question about from the listeners is, at what time of the day do you get your, your best work done? Um,
1: it's anything that do with uh, sketching ideas, right? Uh, daytime, morning to uh, noon is the best time I get ideas out. Usually towards the evening or night, um, those times it's hard for me to get ideas out my 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 brain and mine usually is very tired to come up with stuff yeah,
0: yeah. but if i about work done i do work from day to night so <laughs> yeah i think it's like it's really interesting for different people like mm-hmm. for myself i just feel like at night i just get at night. yeah yeah but of course like it's also not a healthy you know staying up to midnight <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah really really interesting yeah so Second question is is very, uh, personal question. Not a really oh. personal, but you can talk more about that. You know, sure, it will sure. be really fun. Is yeah? feel free to you know say oh, I think this podcast also needs a little bit of you know spice to it. So
2: <laughs>
3: so
0: yeah, so what is are there any? I mean, of course you have a lot of yeah. paranormal activities. But for listeners who want to know more about it, I think this will be a really good. Really good topic to discuss. What are the paranormal activities you encountered or faced?
1: Okay, um so um I think the first hand paranormal encounters is just um uh, like uh sleep paralysis. What is it called sleep paralysis? Means that I someone is like on top of me I can't move.
2: Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, the one it's very common. I think a lot of people experience it that before. I have another is um uh, uh, I have a habit to put pillow over my head to sleep. And then there's once I was, uh, I was staying in this haunted house, uh, is, uh, mm. and then I, I, I can feel there's a kid who are standing on top of my pillow. He just ran across my pillow. Yeah. yeah. I can feel the, the, the pressure from small, you know, the, the small feet, you know,
2: mm.
1: facing on top of the pillow. Yeah. That's the, the the closest and the strongest one. The other is just like, uh, someone is like holding me down on the bed, you know. But um, besides this first-hand experience, I have a lot of uh, surrounding experience. Means that I, I went to this I, like the haunted house. I stayed in I stayed in this haunted house in university back then, and then our um the house is haunted. So my friends they all encountered stuff. You know they encountered uh, a lot of things like uh switching on off light uh, people chalking their uh. Their, their neck, you know, choking them and then uh, there are a lot of stuff going on around around the house la. Yeah. yeah. And then I have times where I went to hotel and then um I didn't experience anything but my my uh my others friends that stay in different rooms they all experience things like um uh, people crawling, there are a lot of sound, door closing, crying, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. all I have all these uh people experiencing it around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um the only thing I experienced is only the one I mentioned just now. Right? Yeah. But if I want mm-hmm. to go into details, um, uh, there's once I went to this uh town in Sarawak, it's called Bintulu. Uh-huh. And then um we wanted to stay, but Bintulu is is a very popular uh popular town where a lot of engineers from different countries they come in. So all the hotels are full. So but we need to stay. So we call a lot of hotels and then we managed to get one hotel. And then the hotel was the the oldest hotel there. And then um we didn't think much. Uh, so we went into the, the lift and then the lift was green in color. The light is green and then we didn't oh. we didn't think much. We just go, okay, okay. Uh, just hop our, our hotel is not on the fourth floor, you know.
2: Oh, yeah, see,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. And then we see our, our hotel car is on the fourth floor. <laughs> <So>. Oh, no. <laughs> so after that, um, I still think, yeah, nothing happened. Like, don't think too much. Then yeah. So as, as usual, like, I go to my room and then I knock my room and then I just went in with my, uh, my roommate. Okay. And then after that, my roommate went out. He went to uh, meet some friends uh, from that town. And then the rest of my friends, they stay in two rooms. One is at the end, and then they have five boys there. Another is two girls staying next to us. Mm. So after a while, the girl from next door came and knocked on my door. Then he asked me, uh, is there anything wrong with your room? Then I was like, no, nothing wrong. Then he said, mm, OK, um, I want to change room. Like, mm, I was like, uh, OK. And then, he, then she said, I tell you later on. Like, OK. And then um after that uh, she went and changed room. Straight away the license said, Okay, you can change. Then they changed to second floor. And then um, after that the girls told me that when they went into their room, right? Mm-hmm. They heard someone knock at the window. Yeah. There's someone knocking at the window. But the window is on the fourth floor. So okay. maybe maybe like maybe there's a tree over there, the tree branch, yeah. uh gonna the wing, and then they knock the door la, and it's like that. Yeah. So, when they packed their stuff and left, they, they heard knocking at the window again. La. So, they didn't think. Then uh, she told me that. And then she told me that uh, her friends from that town called her, asked her not to stay in which room, which room. Then that room happened to be the room that she.
0: Oh.
1: Oh. Yeah, so she moved, she went to another different room. La. So, um, after that, uh, uh, after that the boys from the fifth flo- flo- the the other room come out mm-hmm. came out la, and asked me to go for uh, dinner. Okay. So when we were walking uh, to the lift and then one of uh, the boys, right, he was like doing Thai boxing, punching everyone, you know, on the arms, but not like like very really yeah. hard, la. yeah. yeah. Not, not very strong, just like, playing playfully. Yeah. And then uh i like what's wrong with him? We didn't bother so much, la. I think he's just play- being playful suddenly. So mm-hmm. okay, we went to the lift. The moment he stepped into the leaf, right, the reef rang. It's like overweight, rang, rang, rang. Like, hmm, How come the, the leaf will rank? Because the same bunch of people we come up from the same leaf, even with the largest, it didn't rank. So he didn't ring, but this one did rank. So, or we were like, okay, now, nah, you, you guys keep playing, you know, tight, bossing or something like that, you guys take the stairs, we take the leaf, you know. Yeah, so we took the leaf, and then the, the, the rest take the, the stairs, staircase. So um, once we reached at the, the lobby, right, and then um, we want to go to the the place to, to to have our dinner. And then that Thai guy, Thai boxing fan guy, went out okay. and said, Oh, I, I I drive you guys over, you know? And then um they were like, Oh okay. Then uh, some friends said, Why why you wanna drive? Like, then he, he told that, told everyone that oh I stay, i I from here, but I know I'm from here, and then I, I know the place, I bring you guys uh, around, I, I know where to eat. Then, okay, like in the car, then he drives, no? but when he, when he drives, he doesn't feel like experience, no? like he don't know how to drive like that.
0: Uh-huh. He went,
1: he went like, that doesn't go straight, you know, doesn't go straight like that. Then we were thinking, wait, wait, how he said he lived here before, where he come from Kuching, no he never yeah. went out from Kuching, no this is his first time to this place, so we are feeling so weird. Then, um, but the moment we reached the Markham place, right? Uh he was parking very uh senior, Then the moment he reached the parking space, he became normal already. You know, oh. he became normal. He no longer do the type of thing he no longer like being prayerfully. But he being quiet, you know, he being quiet. Yeah. But then we didn't think of anything weird lah. then we're okay lah. Maybe maybe nothing happened. La. nothing much yeah. everything We think too much lah. So, I just went to my, my room, and then I just, um, sleep, I sleep. Until 12 midnight, um, someone knocked on my door, and then, um, I got open the door. It's the boys from the, the, um, the room. They asked me, anything wrong with your room? Ah? Then I said, no, no, nothing wrong. Ah. Then you sleeping? Yeah, I'm sleeping. Then they asked for my, ask for my roommate. I said, okay, okay, uh, he's not sleep. You, you talk to him. I go sleep. Then I go back to sleep. Until the next morning, they told me that uh, they everyone need to change hotel, then um so we changed hotel. I did ask They say they told me they will tell me what happened uh, in the car. So in the car, right? They told me that apparently after the dinner, right, I went back to sleep, man. So yeah. they went back to their room and then they play cards up They play cards in the room, and then uh they they heard uh actually the door it wasn't closed properly. Then they see shadow walking. Walking past, which is very weird because they are the last last room. There's nothing. There's no no more work for people to walk past. You know. Mm. Yeah. So they think very very really scary Like oh yo, oh. maybe they see something lah. Like. They go across the door. Across you know, the door. So after they cross the door, right? Um, they they was watching TV at that time. The TV is not watching, but it's the the TV is running running yeah. there. So they heard um, uh, crying. You know, got people crying. Which very really weird. So they said, "Hey, why you go crying? Ah? maybe it's from TV. They cause the TV. They cause the TV. The crying is still there. Oh. Okay. then they try to turn on the, the TV again. The TV doesn't want to turn on. And then uh, after that, the TV turn on itself itself. And then the door right, the door opened itself. Like you, you twist one ah. they, Then the, the, they can see the knot twist and then open." Wow, they all get so so scared, and then they just run, 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 run to my 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 room, uh, and knock my door. Uh that time, at uh, that time they knocked my door. So I was like, oh, you talk mm. to my, uh, I didn't know. So after that, they they didn't go back to the room. They went into went and stayed at the car. Oh, yeah. See. So, uh, when they are sleeping in the car, right? Not before we sleeping in the car, they they went to the car and then they went and find uh bomo, you know, shaman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when the shaman checked on them, right, they find scars on their body. Uh got two boys got scars. Two no three. Three boys. Yeah, three boys got scars on the body. Oh. So that three boys, right, they are they are the, the boys who actually went to the girls' room. After the girls left, like they actually went to the girls' room and like like uh, do a challenge there, like a job like, say, hey. Let's do a challenge. Uh we challenge who can sleep there until tomorrow, like that, something like that.
0: Uh-huh.
1: yeah. So they are the boys who can learn. So also, they are the boys. One of the boys are the one who who do the typing typing Yeah, that they, oh. the the tight the do the typing boy right told us that, um, uh that that night right he went went into the room he saw like, a uh, got got people outside the window, so he thought. He sees long thing, ah. so he went into the toilet and washed his face. But once he washed his face, he can't remember anything. That's when he turned into the
0: Thai, thai guy. Yeah. I ah, so, so think there's some sort of uh, possession, right? Ah, yes, yes, yes. So when
1: he reached the, the place we have dinner, right, he became quiet because that's where he suddenly, suddenly realized he's in a dinner place. He said that before this, I was washing my face. Why I'm here eating food? So he became quite very quiet, but he didn't say anything. Yeah. Oh. So everything happens like right that around me. I was sleeping. Uh, so, yeah, we moved to another hotel. Then, yeah, nothing happens after that. But uh, this was the, I think, the most scary one. I think. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, so scary,
0: yeah. Yeah, hearing hearing about it, I'm getting goosebumps. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, but it's but, really uh, really lucky that you you really didn't you know face as much encounter as like you know your other friends there. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my my last
1: time, our house is haunted. Then uh my first my friends they also faced stuff, but not as scary as this la. Not as scary. Wow. As this. Those are just uh, lights turning up, turning on and off. You no, know. <laughs> really, really scary. Yeah,
0: yeah, and, like, and yeah, for the listeners who don't understand why fourth floor is it's not good because in Chinese, uh thought flow translates to "a uh, death or dead. So yep, yep. yeah, it's unlucky. So so yeah, it's really, really scary. I think. I think so far, like for for my friends and people that I know of, these encounters are scary in a way. Like it's not really common to see, you know, people like experiencing this much encounters. But like, you do think it's like something to do with you know, like your your friends, or is it just like unlucky encounters?
1: I mm, guess so. I think a I lot of things can't be explained sometimes, then mm. it just happens,
0: you know. I see. <laughs>
3: wow,
0: okay. All right, so I think that's a, it's a lot about, you know, paranormal activities. I think we should really move on to the <laughs> questions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but thanks so much for, you know, sharing all of that. I think. Sure. I think it kind of like spices up the episode. I think the listeners are listening to that. They're like, "Wow, <laughs> <laughs> they they wouldn't expect Say, you know, hearing yeah like they wouldn't expect <laughs> hearing that in a like a artist interview like it's really random." But, but yeah, shout out to the artist who actually wanted me to ask you that. And <laughs> yeah, so this is a more of a question that you already talked about before. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what I want to go to it again. The question is. Uh... Uh, if you weren't a comic artist, what would you pursue? But you did mention you were an engineer, so. Yeah, but
1: it anything- depends. La. If, if, yeah, um, if back then I was still an engineer and then I don't pursue, then I still would be an engineer. If right now, if I don't be a comic artist anymore, I won't be an engineer. I might be doing some business, uh, you know. So it, right. it depends, yeah. But, um, the other day I watched this show where they talk about, uh, what if? You know? Is there a what if in life? Is there a, 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 a time where you make a different choice, a different option, a different selection? But turn out, right, actually, there isn't, you know? If you do not know the future, right, and then um, if I get, make you go back in time and then you can't remember the future, do you make the same mistake or make the same option and make the same decision? The actually the answer is, is actually yes, you know, because at that moment, that time, that environment, that moment of uh, second, right? Yeah. You made the decision because of the of all these things aligned, you know. So if you yeah. do not know the future, you will make the same decision again.
0: Yeah, true. So, yeah, like yeah, like example, like if you if you didn't met your friends or something then I don't think this comic would be as
1: meeting mm, your friends is like everything aligned where yeah, things yeah. happen, lead you to meeting this person that lead you to meeting the other person. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Yeah, everything happens for a reason, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. yeah true.
1: The legend is all interconnected. So yeah, it's yeah. really hard to go with a hard what if unless you know the future, then that's the only time you can actually to a different
0: decision. Yeah. I think like you really gave. The perfect answer to that question. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Another question. Is. Mm-hmm. A. A very common question. And. He's actually. A one of a. Very good friend of the podcast. A friend of mine. Mm-hmm. He's the art So. He asked. He wanted to ask you. Um, have you ever thought of. The going to NFTs. It's a mm-hmm. bit like. Yeah. Because like you're a comic artist. But. Mm. Of course. Have you ever. Thought of going to NFTs. Yeah, uh, remember I
1: talked about this small project I'm doing working on. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, we are making NFTs right now, and then um, it's it's not my mail, but we're making uh NFTs uh of hamsters and games. So it's a hamster game that uh that is an NFT.
0: Oh I see. Yeah, I think I saw in your story, but I I thought it was a game or something. I didn't know what's. Ah uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's an NFT game. Well, wow, that's really cool. Well, I can't wait till yeah, it launches. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think once it's up, I'll definitely tell all the listeners. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see it. There's a lot of projects you're doing, right? Like you're really uh, busy, man. Uh
1: yeah, quite quite a lot. But a lot of them are on hold because of uh, now I'm focusing on my this NFT first. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Actually,
0: I should never thought of you doing NFTs. I, I didn't expect ah. that answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. really interesting. So, so I yeah, saw so the next question. Uh It's really interesting as well. So, which book is your favorite? One, two, or three?
1: Um, wow. This is a tricky one because they are very different in my out uh, sense. uh, Because I write them and I write them differently. But some readers might not find the difference. Yeah. I have friends who can't find the difference. But friends who are, who write and then they notice the difference. Mm -hmm. But favorite, uh, let me think. I think the, Maybe it's the fourth one.
3: <laughs> no, oh, yeah, I, uh. <laughs> I, I,
1: I quite enjoy my second book, but it's quite le- lengthy to read, too much words. I like the interaction in my second book where um, someone is uh, talking in front, and then I have friends or someone um, uh, talking at the back, no. You know, they, 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 mm. talk, they, they will reply in the back or something. There's an interaction going on. I did on my third book. The third book uh, wasn't as strong as the second book. But uh, the the third book, the flow is better. I like how my third book flow. It, it doesn't climb up, you know. When you read it, it doesn't feel too too wordy yeah. because yeah, I, I spaced them around. So I mean, uh, two and three. I think these two is they have their their things that I like, you know, things that I like. Yeah. But drawing well, drawing wise, I like my tree. I, I love how I draw my characters in tree. It's, it's more alive. One and two is purely using mouse, so it's not as 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 the third one. Because the third one I sketched with the iPad first before I drove the mouse. So as in terms of a drawing wise, like right, I love I like my my third one. Like right, the colours as well.
0: Yeah. Ah uh, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually for me,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Like I, I just feel like I enjoy all of them. I don't know mm-hmm. if really like specifically a favorite one. Uh one. Ah. yeah, but I but I find all of them really nice to read.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, in science, of every time, I free time, I'll just like read it one, two, and three, you know, again. So, so yeah, and also like I like the covers of your book. Ah, oh, yes. Actually, like, I love my covers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's really nice to look at and like it's it's really like admiring, you know, to to it's see, it, you know. Yeah, 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 that's a really really good question. And, yeah, so the next the next uh, question, mm-hmm. I think it's so Very far maybe the. Yeah, the favorite childhood. So, yeah, can you share like you could give maybe more than one or like as much as possible. But yeah, so what is your favorite childhood memory from the past?
1: I think the favorite childhood is mostly for my book one because they are the the strongest one. The strongest memories are all from the book one. So, you see the one I went to beach with my friends. You know, those are the the favorite times I have with my friends. You know, yeah, and then uh the the things I remember the most, uh, it's all from the book one book. So I think the, the favorite one is the time I spend with my friends. I have a lot of, um, I don't spend time with my family as much, you know, only in doing primary. But once I uh, have the permission to go out on my own. Yeah, I spend a lot of time with my friends. So uh, those times we went to like um, uh, to the beach to play, we went up to uh, to the to the buildings went up to the roof uh well there's a lot of stuff we even like um climb in into the city council you know and then <laughs> we look at look, shooting stars you know last time right if you want to go into the city council they have this sign book written there uh, masok". Uh, masok kena tembak", something like that means that you get ah. shot if you go in you know but we still went oh. in. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: it's just a warning wow. there, but it's, it's, yeah, we just went in and then we lie on the, on the, on the field in the, in the council and then we just mm. look at the, the certain stars. Wow. We, uh, we went to waterfall and play. You know, last time we just went out, you know, just having fun together, doing stupid stuff. Not really stupid stuff, but like, like to chill, like to chill.
0: Yeah, that yeah. seems really fun. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, like, I wish, I wish like I was kind of like born in the past as well because like now because of the pandemic, you know, uh, I, Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I really spend mostly all my time at home. So I'm yeah. you know,
1: not now really kids nowadays they play I mean, games, PC games. They don't yeah, spend true. outside as much,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. Especially like with social media, it's uh, yes, it's social. like definitely different from you near know, the past where mm. you just enjoy you know yeah we don't have social media we don't have PC internet yeah huh? yeah yeah, I think, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah one of the good things about it about the past so yeah yeah you know you know for myself I think like for me my my favorite one mm-hmm. was mostly in primary I think primary was just the best time I mean with my, I mean, my childhood memories of course I think I went to like different countries as well mm-hmm. but I think I had the most fun with my friends as well yeah, mm. I think like yeah, I think friends—they are you could spend like the most fun time with them, like other than families. Families, of course, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah. So, you know, thank you so much for you know sharing all of that. You know, I've I never thought this interview would be would last like <laughs> one hour thirty minutes. I think I like a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's actually really good because like you know it gives the listeners more like perspective into you know comic art, you know, and different things like you said. In art in general, and of course, in like uh, Malaysian artists. But you know, I think you know. Overall, I had a lot of fun. You know, I I really want to thank you. You know, for joining me. You know, I I'm a really big fan of yours, and a lot of my friends they're big fan of you as well. So, yeah, I could tell they'll be slightly jealous of me. You know, <laughs> able to talk with you. I think like yeah, yeah. I met you in real life, and you gave an autograph of my book so thank you so much mm. for that yeah okay. <laughs> yeah and yeah so I think we're at the end of the episode just uh, last two more questions but these are just like the ones that uh, I ask every guest so yeah so is there any other artists you would want to see like on this podcast in the future uh,
1: uh or oh, this is I think uh there's quite some I can, I can, I can, they, they can what? Yeah, sure. I can they comment. I mean, you can uh Nixon, Jason, Ernest, Michael. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, the the local <laughs> artists, you know, they all have yeah. different different story and how how they yeah. they do. You know, Ernest was uh uh was from the Mascom background, you know, and then do full time now he's doing comics. You know, Nixon oh. is a teacher, piano kind of teacher now he also do full time comics. Jason is an engineer, but still an engineer and do comics. And then Michael is the senior of all. Michael Chua, he do comics. I, I watched I read his comic growing up. You know, it's a different. You know, I was reading his comic growing up. So he's from traditional uh comics, but now he's uh he do digital. But nowadays he do more into different arts. Not like comic art anymore. He now do toys art where he do toys designs. You know, character oh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah yeah
0: different so type of yeah different yeah aspect. yeah, I think I'll definitely hit up some of the artists, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it'll be uh slightly harder, but I think it's possible, yeah, because I think you know having you already was like a bit accomplishment, but yeah, <laughs> because like yeah, because I think i I do know you in real life as well, Oh, um, yeah yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think I'll try my best to ask you know the local big Malaysian artists as well, yeah, and I think it'll be really be have a lot of fun with you know the other local artists Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah thank you for sharing you know all of all of the other artists I'll definitely hit them up in the future and yeah so the last thing you know is there any you know last messages uh, you want to say to your readers or supporters because I'm sure a lot of them are listening to this
1: um enjoy what you do Mm uh as much as you can and and uh Try to be happy, you know, enjoy yeah. you do. be happy with what you're doing, you
0: know? or, yeah. yeah, yeah, it depends on like it doesn't matter, like, whatever you do, just like enjoy the process, yes, and yes, yeah, yeah. no
1: matter what you do, just enjoy it. Enjoy yeah,
0: it. definitely a highlight of this, you know, of this interview, you know, mm-hmm. several things you said, you know, really true. I think, yeah, I would definitely remember that and Ooh. would be a really a great, a great quote of the podcast, uh, yeah, of course. The paranormal activities, wow, well is, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, definitely not expected. I think the listeners are like, uh, wow, you know, like, definitely a very, very interesting thing about this episode. A lot of things, you know, I really enjoyed. I was also really nervous. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, I think, you know, at the end of the day, you know, hope to have you again. And yeah. So thank you so much, you know, for joining, for spreading up your time, you know, one hour and 30 minutes. Yeah, and also for the listeners who listen this far, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And yeah, so, so Jen, so, uh, for the listeners, where where can they find you? And if they want to buy your book, where can they uh, buy it?
1: You can buy my books uh, on Shopee. You just type a uh, WhatsApp mail and then you can get from Shopee. And then um, you can read my my comments on Facebook. Uh, read my blog on my Akila. CEO.com, com or you can check out my Instagram, but Instagram is mostly uh yeah. animated videos, I think. Yeah. yeah. But I have not been updating for almost uh three weeks now because I focus on my hamsters. And if you are on Twitch, you can find me on Twitch but I don't have a fixed schedule. Uh, mm-hmm. I will I will I will draw online on the weekdays on and off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Really, really cool to see, you know, like, going everywhere, NFTs, Twitch. Yeah, I didn't really expect you to be on Twitch. Uh, really, really interesting, yeah. Because there's, there's one thing that is for artists. Drawing along can
1: be very lonely and very uh, demotivating. So to to make yourself to be more focused and to draw more and then uh, to enjoy is to find people who uh, enjoy the same thing they are doing. Yeah, so yeah, on true. Twitch, I find... For, quite a number of uh, artist friends, yeah, so we just chill, you know, yeah. and then chit-chat, you know, I draw, and then they draw, you know? so yeah, uh-huh. so find friends that, that uh, share the same interest is actually quite good.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely should be on Twitch in a while. You should go on Twitch. You should be yeah, on yeah. Twitch. Yeah, 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 thank you so much for that, yeah, yeah, definitely, I definitely go on Twitch
1: yeah, I think bring Re- me up when you have your Twitch on.
0: Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll i work on it. I'll work on it. Okay. But but yeah, you know, thank you so much. You know, I think I'm welcome, welcome. Yeah. And yeah, so listeners, thank you so much. And I think yeah, you'll find uh Django on, you know, Twitch, Facebook and all of that. And yeah, so thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for uh one thousand listeners. Yeah, I think now we have like uh, almost 1.5k. So thank you so much for for that. And yeah, so see you in the next episode. Before we end the episode, I would like to give a thank you message and just a little shout out to all the artists that have been supporting the podcast. And if your name isn't mentioned, I'm super sorry. Do let me know and message me on Instagram. But yeah, so just thank you so much. Noah's Art, Graham Shin, SubArts, Tanfair Art, Ivan jedan Ashri underscore IDN, Arts 14 OVMS Art, Palash Art, Artharff Draws, Hyper Art Creations, Sam Artworks, Gak Tenzo, Hyper 16, Just Easy, Artsy Doodles, Akram Dot Hasif, Kanjan Brindani, Rassalf Art, Duli Art, MZ Arkan, Risky Art, Gaf Art, Jamal Official, Art Luke, Pink Bubble Art, Adi Draws, Suhas Ambati, Bobo Art, Sparky Art, Artfield, Doodle Pie, Jango, aka At Akira, Chio, Arya, aka AK Doodles, Inexa Art, Attorney, Crocs Art, and Abnormal, Marshall 69 Doodler, SGR Official, C Art, Kushi Art, Nuke's art, Foxy Box, Young Kid, Dax Dex Art, Tristan Art Arts art, O X XO, Catsy Draws, Rex Draws, Doodle Ash, uh, Gareth Art, and Sweezy Art. Once again, if you listened this far, really thank you so much for the support. See you in the next episode.